Today I want to take you on a journey down memory lane back to my childhood when my parents were determined to find my hidden talents. Put simply, they were of the belief that uh, you know when the child is young, you know, they uh, learn skills the easiest, right? Just how they say that uh, when you're young, learning a language is easier. So that is just for example, right? So they took this example too literally and put me into and or signed slash enrolled me into every class possible, whether it was sketching, drawing, piano, draw, uh, dancing, or you know, acting, and among of, of course many others. But for the purpose of this episode, we will be talking about my experience, you know, in the acting classes as such, you know, acting and more importantly, playing the bad guy or being the villain. I know that raises a lot of questions and it definitely has a very interesting story to back it up. So let's begin. The story starts almost a decade ago when I was just a nine or ten year old, and I used to live in a cozy small two bedroom apartment in a four story building. Okay, and those were the days I should tell you because I remember like the memories I made back in that old house of mine, and I think they were completely priceless. But let's stay focused. Today I want to share the part of my uh, the one and only acting experience and/or classes that I performed, went, and you know. Explored and experienced in my childhood. So what happened in this uh, acting classes is that there was in my childhood there was an acting class, uh, you know, an establishment, a small place, uh, you know, a store. It's not it's not called a store. It's called a, what is that called? You know, like a place, whatever you know, a classes, right? Let's just call it classes. I I was looking for a synonym for real estate, you know, like how. Never mind. Anyways, moving forward. Uh, right, so there was a acting classes three kilometers away from our house, and so I used to go to that place with my mother every single day in the evenings, uh, walking. And the class, the acting class itself, used to last for an hour. Okay, and what used to happen in that class was that uh, they used to uh, teach us how to act. Of course, I mean, what else would they teach us in this sort of a class, right? And uh, they gave us at most ten or twenty lines, or you know, in somewhere in the between. Because we weren't child prodigies starring in famous television shows or movies, right? We were just kids learning the ropes of acting. You know, they taught us how to deliver our lines, memorize our parts, and most importantly, how to get into character. And uh, this was not like your—I uh, don't know how tr- traditional acting classes are, but my acting class or this very uh, specific one that I am talking about in my childhood. Was a one-time project type of thing, wherein uh, we would do our acting, you know, practicing and whatnot uh, for a month or two, you know, uh, preparation for a very specific play or drama. And on the final day of the event, you know, the performance, uh, we would do it on stage. And once uh, we did that, then the classes would come to an end. There would no, not be any further classes. So let's just talk about the play itself or the drama, etc., etc., that I engaged in. So the play was uh, simply about this person, right? This uh, you know normal person who falls into a, a pit while walking on the road, aloof, and the pit is deep, so deep that he cannot climb out of it. And once he falls inside, he gets dirty, ragged, and he basically wishes for people who are passing by uh, uh, on the top of the ground, you know, on the street, for uh, you know them to. uh you know basically asking them for help basically please uh, help me escape or help me come out of here and what not right and so the play involves many different types of personalities and characters passing by the st- uh, street or very specifically the pit in which the person has fallen 
and how the interactions go and so amongst the many uh, characters that passed by the pit some included a police officer an actor a model and of course my character the one and only an indian navy officer so we practiced you know as usual uh, every single day i went there i recited my lines got into character and did every single thing that was necessary uh, to basically prepare myself for the play at hand and as the performance day approached basically the big day you know the d day where i had to perform in a huge auditorium in front of 100 you know a crowd of hundreds of people i was like i was getting anxious you know like the nerves and excitement took over you know i i, I was so nervous that you could feel my heart pounding in my chest you know doubts and criticism basically filled my mind i couldn't think of anything else you know what if i forget my lines what, what if i miss my cues you know and so these thoughts you know consumed me but i knew that i had to muster up the courage to perform because my teammates the teacher and uh, you know myself and basically everybody banked on every single character in the play to perform to their best of their abilities to make the play a success uh, essentially on the big day what happened is that we dressed in our character costumes right uh, so in the entire month or two of preparation we were not able to access view or try our costumes the only two days that we were able to try our costumes was one day before the the d day that is the performance uh, you know the final practice and then directly on the day of the performance the performance day we uh, we had to wear the uh, the costumes of course and perform and so i was wearing the crisp white uniform of an indian navy officer you know complete with a cap and a whistle around around my arm basically which i don't think i remember blowing but it it was still there i am waiting backstage you know with the anticipation built up you know and uh, and i'm i kept going over my lines in my head so basically what happened was that the auditorium which we were participating in was a few cities far away from the original classes so on the day of the event i travel with my family in our car to the event it took us a few hours to get there uh, event as in like the place right and so they and this is huge auditorium right it is completely pitch black air conditioned and there's only spotlights on the stage and basically on that day there were multiple different groups coming and performing their plays so the it would go on for an hours and hours on end the program and so different groups would come and perform and so my parents went and sat at the very back of the auditorium and i went of course backstage as i said earlier in the story and now i'm backstage right and I, when it was my turn you know basically the story started what happened in the story the first guy you know the main character who falls in the pit walked onto the stage and he was you know monologuing to himself you know acting aloof and then he fell into the pit now we could not dig a hole in the stage that is simply not feasible so they, we needed to find a way to you know separate the hole or the pit type of uh, you know place or structure on the stage from the regular land so what we did was this is absolutely creative that i think it was genius for the teacher who came up with it what we did was we took multiple hula hoops and we disconnected them and connected them back again into one big circle and so what happened was when the guy fell you know the person who was supposed to fall in the pit when he fell into the pit he basically went and sat inside the pit so the rest of his dialogues or whatever happened in the story he was basically crossing his legs and sitting inside the hula hoop on the stage and that is how he was uh, giving his lines okay and as i said there was a police officer an actor a model and many other characters so they went they performed their lines and they came back simply put what happened is the story was about how many people uh you know eccentric characters like the ones i mentioned of these professions not to they are not stereotyping the professions or anything this is just for the sake of the story 
were they came they mocked the person they gave excuses and they basically went away they did not take the time to help the person escape from the pit or find a rope etc etc right and so when i say i'm the bad guy you know i'll tell you what happened okay so these people came you know these actors and stuff before me a few four and five they did they went outside they rejected him mocked him gave excuses and finished you know nobody helped him then it was the time for the indian navy officer aka rylan to you know mr relatable to go out to stage and i went you know and i my heart was like you know beating so hard i walked down to stage and i re- realized that i am the bad guy <laughs> you know i it is my job to you know make sure to not help this guy and so i rem- i vividly remember the one of the dialogues on the play right i peered into the pit you know the guy trapped inside looked at me with those puppy eyes you know he said please help me i can't get out and in my role that was the indian navy officer i replied hmm you got yourself into this mess it's your problem not mine and i felt you know so much guilt and regret as the audience you know looked at me with you know dirty looks they were like you know how bad of a character you are you know and uh, so basically i hesitated for a moment after saying that but i realized that it was needed to be said and i continued my heartless act and i dismissed him and then i moved on basically outside from the stage the thing i didn't realize and or was making a big deal out of was the fact that i was playing the bad guy you know and i was like how can i play the bad guy do i really want to treat the person rudely do i not want to help him but i needed to realize that i needed to stick to the script if i improved the entire play would be a flop or a failure right and i think that i later realized that almost every story you know has a villain and it is not like a, a big thing you know and no, it's not supposed to be looked down upon if there is a hero there is a villain you know the otherwise there is no point of a hero it's like the yin and the yang it's like the good and the bad it's like the white and the black right so that i just told myself relax it's fine i said my lines and i got outside the stage and so basically what happened after me was again a few characters went different professions went mocked him uh, and you know gave excuses came outside and then finally a normal person went an everyday person a good samaritan so as to say right he did not have status money or any profession or skills to to be specific he just went an ordinary man he saw the person and instead of mocking him he decided to you know re, 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 extend a helping hand now of course his hand wasn't long enough to reach down to the pit and pull him out so what he did that's an expression right that's an expression he found a rope basically that was kept uh, conveniently on stage and he put it down and, you, know, you know however that works logistics and then he pulled him out and uh, he helped him basically and so what happened is we later realized that this guy who was in the pit was a very rich person right and the person who would rescue him he would reward that person handsomely now most people when they saw him they saw they did not see him for who he was they judged the book by its cover they saw him covered in mud raggedy and what not so they just thought like why save this person you know they judged the book by its cover and completely you know uh, walked past him but this person who just saved a person for being a person not expecting anything in return found out later on that this person was a high net worth individual let's just say and he rewarded him handsomely and that was basically the moral of the story as for the audience's reaction to this entire thing so i think there was a few funny lines said by the characters that was not me of course but uh, yeah so the audience chuckled at certain moments of the play after hearing the humorical or humorous lines and there was also uh, a certain lines wherein uh, the play took a serious turn basically where uh, uh, you know when the characters decided to be completely uh, bad you know basically everybody was the bad guy you know and me including apart from the one guy at the end who was the good samaritan 
so the basically the audience right the hundreds of people in the audience uh you know they had turned into a serious atmosphere all the smiles and all they went it just disappeared from their faces with looks of disgust regret and seriousness when they saw these people uh you know and what not uh, not helping a person but in the end what happened is that the moral right don't judge a book by its cover resonated truly with the audience i could sense the message hit home for many as they responded with nods of agreement and perhaps even some self reflection and uh, basically what happened after the play ended was that the uh, we stood in line the curtains fell we bowed to the audience the applause was thunderous you know it filled the entire auditorium a beautiful standing ovation and it was a mix of appreciation for our performances and acknowledgement of the meaningful story that we had brought to life looking back i think that of course the play taught me more than just acting skills right the moral of the play i'm not going to repeat it for the 5th 6th or 8th time you know right it taught me that right and so essentially we may not know what someone might be going through and it's essential to show compassion and understanding that's essentially what i learned and uh, after that incident right uh, not incident i mean the acting classes i did not engage in any more acting classes in the future leading up to the present but that uh, that experience left a lasting impact on me you know it it taught me valuable life lessons and ignited a passion for storytelling that i carry with me on to this day who knows maybe one day i'll find myself back on stage or in front of a camera sharing stories and embracing the magic of performing arts again actually i do that you know because i do an audio storytelling thingy experience show etc etc anyways that concludes my tale of the acting classes and that unforgettable play it was an exciting and character building time in my life and i am truly grateful for the opportunity to have been part of it all thank you for joining me today on this nostalgic trip down memory lane until next time keep exploring keep learning and embracing your passions this is rylan signing off